see the cartoon? This thing's freaking hilarious. But I don't know if it's... Like, is it offensive? Is it offensive? It's just it's madness. It's madness. Very, very sorry to hear that, Ozzy. Can I get you something to eat? Like a banana? <laughs> and maybe a big, long cucumber? If you like greens? What's up, everyone? I am uh, going solo today. Solo. Sometimes I like being solo. Sometimes. It's nice to have others around, but sometimes it's nice to be solo. And this is a rare occurrence, too. My wife is out of town. Kids are in school. And I've got, you know what? I, I know this sounds crazy, but I still feel like a child. You know, remember when you were in high school and, or any school, and you get to stay home, either you faked being sick or you just, for, for whatever reason, you had the house to yourself. Wasn't that kind of really awesome feeling? I can honestly say, I don't think that feeling ever goes away. Because even now, and even though I'm only gonna be alone for probably, I don't know, maybe two, three more hours, this is, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do myself. I don't, I, I just don't know what to do. It's like I want to do something, but people work. I want to hang out with people, but, uh, you know, some, what am I going to do? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, let me tell you uh, where life's at for me. First of all, uh, my mom. Let's start with my mom. My mom's going to be 91 this year, and she is on the outs. She is, she physically is a train wreck. I got her at this this place where and it's assisted living, but when it's assisted living means they kind of help you with stuff, but she's at the point where she needs a nursing home. She can't really feed herself. She falls all the time because she doesn't have people watching her. So her whole body leans to one side. She's got the the leaning over the chair, blind in one eye, just barely looking up. And I, I think she's starting to give up. I'll tell you what, man. I've learned so much about life watching my parents age. And I, I'm lucky that I got to have that. I'm completely blessed that I got both my parents to last to at least that I'm 40. I'm gonna be 50 in June. I'm, I, but I tell you what, I get the whole like wanting to take yourself out when you're older. I, I don't. I honestly don't know if I want my kids to go through watching me reach the point where I just cannot take care of myself. And I truly wonder. I, no one in life ever wants to end life. Just, I mean, no one wants to do that, but I honestly, when you, the, the emotions you go through watching a parent or anyone reach that point where they just can't take care of someone, it is, it beats 
the living snot out of you emotionally, physically. Uh, you know, my my face is my face is numb every day. You know, my wife freaks out, thinks I need to go to doc, but I'm not even kidding you. My face is numb, like near my eyes and my jaw and my right side of my face. I used to get these things called cluster headaches, which are strictly from tension. They prove it's it's stress. And I don't know. The older I get, the more I really just want to walk away from everything. I know this. I'm not going to be all sappy this whole time, okay? I'm just I'm just talking. I need to vent. Just pretend you people are my therapist, all right? And I just came in the room, and I'm not paying you anything, but I just need to vent. I just need to vent. You know, I don't know. I I think I I, I don't know. And I started thinking about my God, if I I'd write a letter, I'd set everything up for my. You know, I do it on stage where I talk about when I pass away, I, I want my corpse stuck in a cannon and shot out over a lake or something. And then I want to, as my friend Larry would say, I want my smoke to say, see ya. <laughs> Which would be entertaining. But, I, you know, I don't know. When you see people wasting away, when you dealt with mortality whether it's someone close to you, a relative, a best friend, or whatever, you, you definitely have a tighter grasp on life and what's real and what's truly important and what's silly and what really doesn't matter. And, you know, I have a beautiful home. I have a couple acres. Not not great, not like farm, but I have like three acres. I got a trampoline in my yard. Makes me successful. <laughs> a pool um, and it's another thing I keep wanting to redo stuff in my yard and read and it just always costs money and there is there really is a part of me that goes I my kids had a great upbringing here and they still do my youngest one is 12 but I would rather live in a tiny house where everyone's kind of on top of each other and use my money to like we have gone great vacations and relax more in life and spend more time being able to enjoy each other and life in general just and don't get me wrong um again I have a great freaking life. I, I'm not, I'm just, I think I just, I see my mom and I know she's on the out soon. So, and I see the way she's going down. It's, it's, uh, it's like watching, it's like watching a guy get beat down and there's just nothing you could do about it, but just sit there. It's like when the lion grabs the gazelle. And you kind of, you're like, come on, man. It's just a bit, it's just, there's nothing you can do, but just watch it get gobbled up. That becomes part of life when you watch the elderly hit a point where they just start getting gobbled up. And I tell you, every minute I think about, oh my God, let me go, let me go try to see her. And then I, she's so physically <clears throat> incapable of doing anything. I have to physically lift her up put her in the car she's dead weight 
Uh, and then when she's in a car, she leans all the way over to like the driver's side. So I have to kind of push her up and she don't have the strength to hold herself up. It's pretty, it's pretty harsh. Uh, and I, I keep upbeat and light about the whole thing, but it's, um, it's definitely a wear and tear. And then that's another thing. I, I, you know, my dad, he, he saw really, really, really horror stuff. I can only imagine. He never complained his whole life. Never, ever complained about anything. And my dad, you know, he said something before he passed away. And I, I, I wanted to get so much information out of him as time went on. And I did it in the um, documentary, More Than Me. Which, I gotta say, thank you AARP, the whole association for caregivers. If you haven't seen that video, check it out. And it's, it's a whole caregivers association. And they used that documentary, and I went and did comedy for them. And the, it's, it's just, it's an amazing thing. It really is. Um, but in that documentary, More Than Me where I got to travel with him and you got to see how funny my dad really was. And Lou knows, Lou hung time with my father. It's an open ass party. I'm in. He said something that still rocks my world. And he, I said, dad, don't you think there's something, some kind of energy, some kind of spirit, something that we go to? And he just went, nah, nah. You die, you leave, and then uh, people eventually forget about you. I was like, oh, God. And even if, you know, whether I believe that or you believe that or anyone believes that, the thought that that's how you feel at that age, you, you, you busted your ass your whole life. You do the right thing or what you feel is the right thing your whole life. You raise your kids, you go fight in a war. You have no mother growing up. You just always, you could have been a maniac. Could have used life's bad experiences as an excuse to go out and wreak havoc. But you always did the right thing. And you reach a point in life where you're like, you know what? Uh, whatever. No one's going to remember any of this. Like, oh, wow. Wow. <clears throat> and the reason why I think that is because here I have my mom and she's maybe 11 miles from my house and she has granddaughters maybe 10, 11 miles from my house um, another daughter my sister um, and nobody visits her nobody visits her so she's at the the last year or two where unless I go and actually see my mother and take her out for the times I'm not on the road and the times I'm not on the road and not, you know, then I'm missing my family and depriving my three girls and my wife and my close circle and then that I created in life. And I go, oh my God, we gotta, let's go get mom. And my wife's really good at that. Let's go get your mother. Come on, she's been sitting there. But unless that happens, she just sits at a place and just stares out a window with nobody coming to see her. What a 
God, can't we come up with a better system? Isn't there? And the help? Let me tell you about the help. If you if you got elderly and you're looking at places, you better you better you better really start thinking about that because as much as they have the best help, there is some great help. You're gonna have to pay through your snot holes to get really good help because quite frankly from my experience most help in in the elderly places they could care less they can care less it's a job it's a paycheck it's a and I can't say that for every place nor will I say it for the place where my mom is at but yeah there are there are people in those places and I'm sure at my mom's place I don't want to throw any of them under the but you know there was a time when I showed up there and you know she smelled like piss your mother smells like piss and when they smell like and when they're sitting in their own piss they get a they get a UTI which is a urinary tract infection and then they start tripping and they're bugged out for two three weeks and like they're constantly hallucinating and when I went there, and then I went to go get her changed, and the lady is in her room watching television. Hiding in her room watching television. So there you are, Tubby. Ah, look like a fucking alarm on a bad day. So I don't know. I, again, I'm just venting. It's, I, I, I don't know if this is a midlife crisis. I don't know what's going on. I'm all over the place, but... Yeah, this was, um, seeing my mom like that really bugged me out. It really bugged me. I made a video, a Facebook video, the one day I had her. And you can see me just putting her in the car. And you can see it just, I have other videos. I, did, I think they're too rough to put out there. People are like, oh, whoa, dude, what are you dragging around a wet dog that can't move? Like, what, what is that? That's what's going on in the personal life. And I'm just, you know, my wife and I are talking. I went, hon, what are we doing? What are we... You know, my youngest one is 12. If she's, I'm ready. When she graduates, I, I already got my eye on getting out of here. I, what's wrong with being bored? Seriously. I'm tired of being on the gerbil wheel. I feel like, don't, don't we all feel like we just work just to... To do what? To buy things? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least your dick don't hurt. I should be hiking or something. I don't know why I'm doing this right. I got all, I'm all alone. I finally have freedom. And this is where my head's at? This is what's going on? All I'm going to say is thank you people for this therapy session. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. About as funny as a fart in church. Keep the emails coming too. They're very helpful. TheMetalMe.com. I also got this thing, you know, Bats, Balls, and Brew. Check it out. Bats, Balls, and Brew. B-R-E-U. Bats, Balls, and Brew. If you like any sport, whatever sport, you want to do a recap for your team, put it on there. I want to create the coolest, greatest thing that eventually be run by fans, completely by fans of their team. I, I have such a cool vision for this thing it's to the point where when I start doing the Met recaps when I start doing the Met recaps <clears throat> I would start seeing people from they, they would respond on my Facebook and 
to the point where I started becoming friends with some of them and I actually just booked Atlanta. I'm playing Athens, Georgia and Atlanta, Georgia, and then I'm playing Knoxville, Tennessee, but I took that Thursday off so I can go see the Mets versus the Braves in Atlanta, and I purposely booked this whole gig for my good friend Donnie Cleary, who all started from those baseball recaps. It is such a cool thing, and I, I, I literally, he, I said, let's go, let's go to a game together. Let's go see Mets Braves, and we'll do recaps together. And so I saw them when the Mets are playing the Braves, boom, May 3rd. They're playing like May 1st through the 4th. So May 3rd, which is a Thursday, the Mets Braves have the day off. I mean, I have the day off, but it's a day game. And me and these this Brave fan that I met that's seen me now a bunch of times, we're going to go there. I'm meeting a Seattle fan. We're going to go to a Mets-Seattle ball game. I'm meeting a St. Louis fan. We're going to go to the Mets-St. Louis. Um, I haven't met a Washington Nationals fan. No, I haven't really hooked up one of them. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's too sensitive for me right now. Too sensitive. <clears throat> but anyway, thanks for listening to all this stuff. So this year, I got some uh, the band thing. I want to tell you about the band thing going on. Um, I started making videos and they're really funny. So check this out. When I when I go out, I'm gonna be doing comedy and the music. And the music is gonna have videos that intro songs. So I just filmed an intro for He's Gonna Be a Dick Tonight. Lou, can we get a little bit of He's Gonna Be a Dick Tonight? What I want to do, instead of making a whole video, which eventually I do, videos are a lot of money. They're between like $5,000 and $20,000, which, quite frankly, I just don't have. And the, you know, the, the record label doesn't have that money to dish out. So, instead of making a whole video, I'm going to have to take time to make that video. However, I have a great vision for that video, but... I made a pre-video. So in other words, just picture yourself. You come on the show, right? And I just finished a story or a stand-up, a little stand-up seven-minute piece. Everyone's laughing, ha-ha. Now the lights go dark, and the screens that are up on stage now show a short, funny video of the actual dick. That So I grew up with this guy. He's freaking hilarious. He's not really a He's not a dick, but... Once in a while, he'll do, he's more of a, uh, I don't know, how do you describe him? He's more like an insulter, but he's freaking hilarious. He's a pisser. I've never, I've never laughed so hard in my life. I've known him my whole life, my friend Gene, and to this day, matter of fact, when I go away on a trip, and they're going to front extra money for crew, I bring, I, I bring Gene, and why? He's my entertainment. He's my He's my friendship and he's the one that makes me belly freaking laugh. So we had him come to the house. You know, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally figure I'll take off work, I'll come out there. You know, so we he comes out and we had him he he did this scene where he stumbles out of a bar and he starts hitting on a pregnant chick. It's freaking 
it's it's priceless. And then he jumps on his bike. He's got a chick bike that he stole. And then he he's got he's riding through a neighborhood, blasting the neighborhood with Roman candles on his bike, drinking. He's got a. There was you couldn't have written this any better too. So the crew's coming over, and we're gonna film uh, Gene the Dick. And the dick is going to be driving down a really nice neighborhood, throwing empty beer cans on people's front lawns and just, you know, strolling through this really nice neighborhood. Uh, There's another. So what happens? I wake up and I'm waiting for the crew and I notice there's a police car next door, like an actual police car. Like, oh, shoot. Now, here's the. Here's the narcissist side of me and a very selfish side of me. For a split second, I, I saw, hmm, maybe there's something going on at the house. That wasn't my first thought. My first thought was like, oh, my God, if I can get that cop to be in the video to be chasing the dick, I, this would be huge. This would be huge. I didn't even want to go check on my neighbor to see what was going on. And then another cop car came. I was more concerned with how do I reel these guys in to be in my video. This is way more important than what's actually going down in that house. For the record, the uh, my neighbor's mom fell and uh, smashed her face. She's fine. She's totally fine. Matter of fact, the neighbor came out. When I was talking to the cops, I, and this is how Weasley I was. This is how Weasley I was. I go walking outside, and all the cops know who I am and in town and stuff. And I go, hey, is everything all right? They're like, yeah, everything's totally cool. Every, every, everything's great. She fell down. Oh, man, is she breaking? No, no, no. She, but we're just going to take the And then my neighbor came out. She's like, she's fine. She's totally good. Da, da, da. And uh, my neighbor talks a lot. So I, I was like, oh, no, she's going to talk and blow my chance, and the cops are going to leave while we're talking. But she didn't, she didn't, she just came out and said hello, and we said hello to each other, and she's a great neighbor. And so as she's walking back, I go, um, hey, listen, uh, I know the answer's probably no, but I'm filming this video, and it's called He's Going to Be a dick tonight and they both instantly start giggling and there's a whole film crew on my lawn I go it'd be really awesome if I can get you guys to uh, you know just maybe have the dick uh, you bring him to my house or he's passed out my lawn and you're like is this guy with or he's you're sticking him in the back and they were like oh no 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 way no way no way that that is Mm, that has to come from a, a and then one guy's like yeah no I'm totally up for that so <laughs> so the other guy was like ah you know this comes from the hierarchy and blah 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 so this is what we did he goes to the end of my cul-de-sac and I know he has to leave the cul-de-sac so technically the I can't help it if they accidentally drive by and they get stuck in the video as they're driving by. You couldn't have written this any better, okay? Gonna be a dick tonight. Here's here's the dick. Here's the scene. You could I swear you couldn't have written this any better. And it, and it's all on film. And I can't wait for you to see this. So all you see is in camera. 
I go, Gene, I go, Gene, get on the bike. We're all like, get on the bike and, you know, with the beers in the background and just go to the cul-de-sac and just before the cop goes past street, just start booking it right in front of him. So the cop goes in the street. Gene goes in the block with the bike. And all of a sudden, the cop turns around. He's getting ready to leave the neighborhood. And Gene is booking it, right? So he comes, and he's got this Hawaiian shirt and it's frailing in the wind with these shorts. And he's got a girl's bike with a whole six pack on the back. And as he, as he rides by, one of, like a beer can falls. You, he didn't knock it off, it just naturally fell. And then literally a half a second later, the cop car goes whizzing by as if, and it looks exactly like he's chasing them. And then, this, this is the topper. As the cop car goes by, you see a lone beer can just rolling in a perfect straight line following the two of them. It was, we, we tried so hard not to belly laugh as we watched this thing. Like you couldn't have, you couldn't have, you couldn't have written that in a movie scene if you wanted that. You couldn't have perfectly had some stunt guy going, all right, action, Gene, let's get the dick going down the street and action. Okay, cop car. All right, grab the beer can, roll it in the frame, roll it in the frame. Ah, damn it, didn't roll straight. Let's do it again. Cut, turn around, let's do it again. It was, it was freaking amazing. It, there, we have some really good shots. We also did um, Raising Teenage Girls, which is kind of, it's a funny concept too. So long story short, which by the way, have you ever seen Bad Boys? I think it was Bad Boys 2. The, the Bad Boys 2, when the boyfriend shows up for Martin Lawrence's daughter to go out on a date. <sighs> you know, the, those are the times when I struggle for being... I, I, I'm not total family friendly, when I'm, but I don't curse or anything like that. But if you're going to go all out for the Raising Teenage Girls, the ultimate, ultimate scene would be that scene. Play... Lou, I don't know if we're allowed to do it, but that scene from Bad Boys. Who the fuck are you? Hi, Mr. Burnett. I'm Reggie. What you doing here? I came to take out Megan. What? I came to take out Megan. How old are you? I'm 15, Mr. Burnett. Motherfucker, you look 30. It's basically when a boyfriend shows up and Martin Lawrence and, and Will Smith just drill this boyfriend. At the, it's it's belly laughing freaking hilarious it's freaking hilarious but anyway i you know it was 15 years ago that's the scene i would do but what i did again this is the beginning of raising teenage girls luby do can we get the song raising teenage girls thank you very much so the raising teenage girls um Basically, the whole beginning video is me trying to capture my daughter doing sneaky things. I know she's out sneaking, trying to get high. I know she's sneaking with boys. I know she's sneaking around to create parties and blah, blah, blah. And the whole time, I'm just so close to catching her until finally she reveals she's been innocent the entire time. And I feel really guilty and bad that I've been such an overbearing parent and shouldn't have done. And I got to say, my daughter is a natural. My oldest daughter is, was, she was a freaking natural during it. She did some job. And then the funniest part is 
when I finally go in to bed at the end of the night and I go into her room and I say, you know, hun, I'm so sorry that I haven't trusted you. You're a great person, you're a great kid, and you deserve more, and I'm just, you know, you're going to college, which she is going to college, and we'll get into that too, but um, maybe that's part of my whole thing too. I'm losing one of the kids, and maybe that's part of the whole midlife crisis thing. Oh, do you think so, doctor? And she's like, Dad, you know, it's okay, I totally understand, and the minute I say goodnight, I love you, and I shut the door, Boom, she pops out of bed, throws a thing out the window, a ladder, and there's like a bunch of kids waiting for her outside the party. She's been playing me the whole time. So that's, that's the, the raising teenage girls. Last night was the best night of my existence. Twilight? You know, they're selling this movie like it's uh, 1970s porn to like 12, 14 year old kids. I don't know if you're aware of that. As a parent, that's what they're selling. All over MTV. It's like, Twilight. Hey all you 12, 13, 14 year old girls. You like seeing good looking boys that look like Matt Damon and the guy from 90210 with their shirts off? You do, don't you? Of course you do. Of course you do. That's what we're marketing. Most of you want to get to go see us because there's there's a part of the movie where you get to see one of the guys back. Just make it back. Oh yeah, 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 I know. Don't don't let your father see it. Don't let your father see it. It's such a good movie. It's so much emotion. Girls, you're about emotion, aren't you? Of course you are. Of course you are. Come see the new Twilight. There's love going on in the water. Tracy Morgan could sum up that movie Breaking Dawn with one line. Hey yo, it's Tracy Morgan, and I'm here for a quick review of the movie Twilight. And I'm gonna wrap it up with one of my most famous sayings ever. Ever. Somebody get pregnant. Probably. Somebody gonna get pregnant in this movie. I won't give the whole movie away, but somebody get pregnant. The vampire opened that girl. My man got with a big crazy yellow eyes. Got that girl pregnant. She got a monster in that belly. Yeah. Everyone wants a part of that belly. The, the other Draculas. The Wolfmans. Somebody get pregnant. So I'm sitting there watching this movie. And all I'm waiting for is this big, you know, soft porn scene. And Lou, t- play that music again. This is the whole, this is the whole Twilight movie. I'm warning all you parents. I would go see it. I would go see it. Just to see if you think your kid can handle some of these Im- the images. It's all love making, but it's this. Are you... Are you sure that uh, we're doing the right thing? I just, uh, I just don't want to bring you a place that I'll never forgive myself for bringing you there. It's okay. It's okay. I want to go. Let's.
Let's ask our father. You know I'm your father, Becky. I don't even know if that's her name. Becky? What's her name? Do you Be- know her name, Lou? It's Bella. 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 I'm your father. I'm going to talk to the wolf, because I know you like him. He's like the young Matt Damon, the guy's outstanding actor. He's got great abs. Kids 12 and 13 are just going to be... Their lives are going to change after this visual. But are you sure? This is what you're going to do, babe, because... It's just going to be different. It is going to be different. Of course it's going to be different because you're going to get pregnant when you bring you in that water. You're going to bring you to the islands. You're going to bring you to Rio. Then they're going to get on a boat. Then they're going to bring you to bed. You're going to get all nervous because she said, I ain't never make no love. But today, not that I'm making love, I'm making love with Dracula. And he got to resist. And he tore that girl up, boy. Let me tell you something, he broke the beds, for real. You yeah. see it in the movie, he broke the bed. Left yeah. marks and all that, left marks and all that. In the end of the day, you know what happened to Bella? I don't want to give it away, but somebody going to get pregnant. Family Warrior and Thrash. It did the beginning of Thrash, which came out really, really cool. I hope, I hope that kind of works out. It's me interacting with the crowd before the show starts. And that's one of those things where, um, Luby Doo, can you play Thrash? So, that is, I did this whole thing, and I've been doing it my whole life. I used to do it at Sanit Live, where I do a whole, I'm basically imitating Angus Young every time I've seen him in concert, where you know how, like, uh, you ever been to a concert and the singer's like, Give me a yeah, 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 or hey. I used to see uh, Judas Priest and like, oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then he introduced a song. But Angus Young, he would do that with his guitar. He's like, and, 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 and you do the whole wimp, 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 and then go into this whole crazy running around like a maniac. So I remember I used to imitate at SNL and Colin Quinn like, you should do that as a sketch. Oh my God, it's hilarious, bro. Bro, you should really, you should really dig about doing that. It's, it's very fun. It's very brilliant. And I never, I never actually did it, I, but I always, I always knew it was funny. So I ended up doing it for the beginning of Thrash, where I'm going to be on the screens, and it's me talking to the audience, like, are you ready for the show? And hopefully they repeat, because if they don't repeat what I'm doing, it's going to be the most awkward, weird, unfunny video you've ever seen to open up any show. It's just going to be awkward people sitting there going what is he doing this this is weird man are we, are we supposed to be interacting with him with the video like what is let's go is he gonna be doing this the whole show what is he doing so yeah we did some videos and it made me hopped up for the may shows in peoria and chicago and i'm gonna be doing stand-up and rock on the range and i'm gonna start to be booking more shows and where practice shows 
where we could do more of these videos. And then the uh, Family Warrior video is really funny, too. It's going to be like a mini sitcom. So that's what's going on in the musical world. All right, well, my wife's about to come home, so I'm going to wrap things up because I no longer can be alone in the house and talk as loud as I want and sing as... I just freaked the cats out big time. Beetle cat. All right, so next week, I will talk to you then. We'll have some updates on life. Heading to Cleveland this week, and the following week, I will be heading down to uh, the Washington, D.C. area. Go to uh, my website, theofficialjimbrewer.com, my Facebook page with like the 300,000 followers, and that's where I make my recap videos and other videos, and Twitter, and whatever. You know to look. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And you know what? Thank you for the therapy session today. Very well needed. We all need therapy. We all need each other. Thanks for listening.